0: you're not my man you're not my man you're a genius
1: and we are live i am just enjoying that when it's not us going through the shenanigans of the episodes we got another iteration of the who's man segment of the not Your man's podcast ladies and gentlemen i am john d contradiction with my my homeboy, my sidekick, man. It's my partner in crime, Reckless, man. Reckless out here. Reckless DWR. If you don't know who he is, you should be ashamed of yourself because he's out here. He is one of the biggest supporters on the internet of just rap, period, but of his hood more than anyone else. He deserves a badge. Maybe (laughs) or a hat, something, some sort of camp. Oh, I got to have me all at least, that's <laughs> <laughs> I, I still got hats, too. But uh, this is going to be a super, super dope one. Artist, please introduce yourself to everybody who is going to be checking this bad boy out.
2: What is up? It is I, January, the artist. I am the artist on the panel today. So um, hello, hello, hello. I am born and raised in the Bay Area. Stand up, Hayward to be exact. I ain't scared to wear Hayward. Um and I'm just out here. I've been singing since I can talk, but I took music very seriously. Um, let's say it's been just about ten years now, um, just really grinding in the studio. So um here I am, here I am, January the artist, a finished Thank product. You. You. <laughs> so,
3: here.
1: Sheesh. That's, you know, thinking about it, I feel like that's like a big, like a, like a big number, but I'm like, yeah, I've been in music probably a, little, a tiny bit longer and it's upsetting because it's like, man, it doesn't feel like it's that long because it's so, it comes second nature. You just love it. You breathe it. But yo, that's dope. That's real artist shit right there because a lot of people, mm-hmm. up. <laughs> you know, they quit for a little bit at a time. One project didn't go the way I wanted to. They don't fully realize like the business side is not what they are really into, and all that good stuff. But yo, salute to you. Ten years is crazy. That's dope.
2: Stupid. Yeah, man. I think um, I think your passion needs to it needs to be first of all a passion. Otherwise, you know, you won't make it. You won't continue because it's hard. The music yeah. industry is hard. Um, just putting stuff out and not getting. The responses that you may have felt when you created, it and you're thinking, "Oh, this is about to blow up. You know, everybody's about to fuck with this because I do." You know, <laughs> and then when you don't get those responses, that enough can end somebody's career. So,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's 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 very disheartening, and it's like the one thing that a lot of people don't preach in something as something as beautiful as the music industry. Because I mean, at the end of the day, getting paid or just getting the recognition and the love or having people hear something that you're creating is always, there's always going to be a beautiful thing, but what people don't realize is balance. And that's just, you know, in everyday life, but you need that balance. Like there's gonna there's gotta be bad for there to be good. You know, there's Mm -hmm. always got to have that balance and all we see, well, consumers see is flashing, you know, money on my arm and flashing Mm -hmm. shit, big crowds and all that stuff, but they don't see like, Oh, how long you you know you computer screen tan because you over here you know looking at shit online and algorithms and sh- you know what I'm saying losing sleep and all that stuff they don't see that side.
2: computer screen tan.
3: Oh man, that
2: sounds like it's deadly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. This that is the, and this is being on a computer all day. I feel it. Like I'll yeah. I'll. Be like, times in the mirror and see Google across my forehead and shit. It's <laughs> successful. <laughs> I mean and even the beat makers,
2: man, they be on that screen. they be on oh, that yeah. screen, man, for hours.
1: Yeah. The they beat can- makers, I give them a little more little more like they're a little lucky to me because beat makers can like succeed. And they can still go out in public. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> they can do whatever. They get yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like, Ninth Wonder could walk into a fucking mall and, you know, people are going to be like, oh, shit, that's Ninth Wonder, unless it's, like, you know, me or, you know, a hip-hop head type person. But, like, you know, he's good. He's chilling. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> true. They are behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're just <laughs> quietly chilling. Press those buttons. Get that tan, you know what I'm saying? Get that free tan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Before, before Reckless, you know, I know he got his questions <laughs> and all that. I got a question. So, a very simple one, but how'd you get your name?
2: Well, January is my real name, government name. Oh, nice. That being said, you know, it being unique in itself, I didn't know what else to call myself at the stage name. Yeah. And um, January alone, oddly enough, was taken on spotify there's some artists on there named January. so when i submitted my my first song that i put out um it went to her track list and i was like yeah. uh, <laughs> I was yeah. really
3: confused.
2: so i had to change my name and mm. then uh, i just added the artist onto it because that's who i am i am yeah not just a singer but i am a full-on artist i i even um am an artist with my hands you know i can i can draw i can paint i'm just a all-encompassing artist in in whatever way that you can express art i i do it so that's why i call myself the artist
1: okay that's fire you feel like you ever feel like the the January that yours went to under is probably like, oh, this person's the artist. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're better than me. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. one of these
2: days I'm gonna buy her name and I'm gonna just be January. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no.
3: hey, that's a
1: real, that's a real goal. That's a real, but that's like a legit dope goal too. You got to challenge. You got a challenger. You gotta I be do. like, I'm coming for
2: that. I'm coming for that. But yeah. I got because- an artist, so you know. You know, as you can have different names. You know, rappers do it all the time. So I also go by JTA for sure. You know, that's my acronym JTA. I think it's
1: kind of cool. Hey, it's got a good ring to it. I was, I was more. Well, I just see now. I know that was your government name because in my head I was like, okay. I was thinking of. I probably went way too deep, but that's that's very light skinned of me. But I was thinking (laughs) like. I'm like, maybe this got to do with horoscopes and all that. Same in January, you know January and all that. I was relating it to the music too, because I was like, oh, this music got like a, you know, got a nice feel to it, but it's a little dark, you know, for the stuff that I've been bumping. So I'm like, it's got a bit of a coldness to it, and I'm like, maybe that's the weather, the season, you know. I'm light skin shit. I'm breaking it down. I brought out some stones, but
2: no, I like that. Go do deep. Do that's the way to go. Uh-huh. Scratch. Nobody wants to scratch the stone. You, you don't get anywhere if you scratch the stone.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's the fun of music. You know, just, hey, let it take yeah. you where it
2: and,
3: takes you. Oh, you And there. with
2: music, you interpret it how you want. So you just yep. interpreted my cool. name in a way that literally made sense and it is valid. So
0: I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. She'll take it too. She'll roll with the next interview, you know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That should be your thing. Just guess somebody's name before you even know anything about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> See how you know I, I usually do, and if I'm wrong, I'm very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty upset about it. That's when the reviews but come in. you're use. so
2: right about that. Um, I think that my name and the season of my name does reflect me a lot. Um, you know, it is a time of more darkness and it is more cold, and when you when you think about these things, you mean the opposite—light and warmth um, makes you feel good. That type of stuff. I don't really make music like that. I'm just gonna, yeah. not yeah. yet, at least. I haven't done it yet, at least. What I've put out, um, it does have more of a chiller vibe. So definitely, yeah. yeah it's got of
1: like a like a like for me. If I had to like classify it in again a very light skinned way it's got like a a stay at home type you know what I'm saying like type vibe not like I'm going out not like I'm getting a breeze like no I'm chilling I'm comfortable I got a little blanket on that probably don't cover my entire body but I'm chilling <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm comfortable
2: the waist down or the waist <laughs> up you gotta pick one. Yeah you um, gotta
1: pick one depending <laughs> on <who I'm> <laughs> No, but that's, that's dope. Funny. Right. <laughs> but totally, crazy. I am gonna go
2: in another vibe though. I'm gonna um, <laughs> try to go in another direction. <laughs> Warm. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, that's.
1: I mean, it's well. that's the perfect time to now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's
0: gonna to get warmer. There's more sunlight now. The daylight savings is over. You know. It's yeah. A time.
1: Daylight savings is over forever. Apparently, according yes. to the government. Hopefully, we're cutting
3: we're in and out. out.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, we losing you. There we go. She back. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no. But we were we saying lost,
2: that. Lost me. Sorry.
1: There you go. You got you got us back. We back. Uh, we froze. Nobody know. That's all good. Technical difficulties.
2: Yeah. Wi-Fi.
1: Nice. <laughs> it's it's
3: all good.
2: Work.
0: <laughs> the life like, work always had the worst connections, you know, things like they know they're only
1: when you only when you're using it for not work. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's how my job was. You use it for anything else, it's fantastic. But if you're not working, it's like nah 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 nah. We gotta we gotta charge you for that. Mm-hmm. It's T1, like T2 type stuff. So they always use sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't even want to talk about internet. <laughs> I'm glad my internet's good now. But every time mm-hmm. I think about it, I'm stressed. Yeah. stressed out
0: stressful thing
1: yeah but hey we're gonna carry it we're gonna carry it till she gets back in here yeah it's all good you know? appreciate everybody joining in and all that good stuff we got a few people in the comments for those that don't know we are a page a movement oh here we go we might begin something but while i explain to people we do reviews and all that good stuff you know what i'm saying we review music in our own very unique and realistic, but also comical way. And it's not comical in a try-hard, corny type way. It's more of them like, a, you ever have an ignorant uncle at a cookout and just everything he says is funny, but he's dead serious? In that kind of way. You know, the he facts here, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, the kind of... He speaks facts. He speaks facts. That's the kind of energy that we bring to this review stuff. But we do singles and projects and all good stuff, but we do what we have now. We do interviews. Here we go.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, hey, here we go. <laughs> it's all good. I was carrying it. I was on my soapbox.
2: <laughs> hey, I you like with, You with the pristine Wi-Fi.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So uh, what we were saying before, what happened was um, it's good to see the change of the music because of now we got the weather changing. And honestly, this is the first weather change for the good I, in a, to an extent. Of the world because the world's been closed for so long, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So it's good to have some sort of light, and you know them killing uh
0: daylight savings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but
2: yeah, they want to get rid of it, but I'm used to it already. I uh, I don't want them to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, seasonal depression has become like a character trait of mine. You know, <laughs> and a lot yeah, of people they <laughs> they're taking that away from me. That's when I put out my best music <laughs> when I'm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get along long They always talk. They only last like maybe a year or so, and then they'll go right back to it.
3: Yeah,
2: right. People will complain like they mm. did
1: about petitions <laughs> on Facebook. It's yeah. wild how it's wild how they have daylight savings, but like a company won't do shit about it. <laughs> they'll just push an email about like work suicide, and they don't do like take away our hour. like get you know cut our work hours during during seasonal depression. Ooh. Y'all, it. y'all Make got it. Give us two hours off. like Cut two hours off our 40-hour shift. We would appreciate that greatly.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, I get that. But that just means we make music for the times. Hey, make yeah, music yeah, yeah. for people chilling at home when it gets dark at 4.30 p.m. Just kidding. That never happened. Or <laughs> like 5.
1: At 5, PM, <laughs> 5 p.m., the sun is gone. And it's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's how it was. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for spring though. And I'm excited to get out there and hopefully perform more. I performed for the first time, um, last month, which, well, not for the first time ever, but in a long time since 2019 live. And that was, Ooh, I can't wait to do it again. It's all I want to say. Um, there is some recording of it, but it wasn't like filmed, So I don't have like my show up, but, um, Definitely want to do some more shows coming up. I definitely miss that stage because part of the passion is the performance, the performance art of it all, actually doing it. It's one thing to record music and, and, you know, what's going on in the studio, magical. But what happens on stage is is all the more magical. So I definitely miss that.
1: That's like the, the for me, I've, I've been a, a huge fan of live music, been going to shows my whole life. I used to record shows. And to me, that's like the the closing deal. You know, you can look up a house online. You know, we get our, you know, whatever those apps you use, Zillow's and all that. <laughs> when you go to the place, that's when you're like, yo, I need this place. Like, that's when you get that, whether you love it or not. And a live show is that like that's where you get those fans that stick around not just the playlisters and the shit like that these are the fans that like will get weird once a month and be like are you okay mentally you know those type of <laughs> <fans>. <laughs> you want those fans yeah
0: because the interactions you get when you're at the shows you get to interact you know have a personal feel with the people you know what i'm saying that's better yeah. than just like oh it's on instagram or it's on spotify or whatever yeah. you know
2: yeah exactly and like you said john with those lasting fans um Definitely. People that stick out to me the most, um, fan wise, they see me live and I, they didn't know me. I didn't know them. And we got to know each other through my music, through them discovering me live. So that's so important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big part. And like, that's why like a lot of, you know, upcomers, they, they always, oh, I'm, I'm doing the backtrack stuff. They don't they don't understand why people hate the backtrack and all that stuff. But it's like, yo, this is a live, this is personal. This is this is you know, this is a real connection. And it's also amongst artists, it's a flex. It's kind of like, yo, this is for respect. Damn. Like, yeah, I just nailed that song and I breathed twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't fuck up once. Like that's yeah, you know, you see that shit, you're like, oh. And we got an artist, on stage, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, excuse me, like no lungs up there, but it's, it's respect. And that no, no, no. it's very real. And people don't they don't appreciate that. A lot of the younger cats, they don't appreciate that, like because they're there for their set. But it's like, yo, until they go to a show that has seven new age rappers or new age artists that do the same type of music. And they find one artist that like steals the show, that does something unique, that actually separates themselves from what was just happening. They won't understand it until that happens to them live. You know,
2: seriously, yeah, totally. And I, I mean, I kind of experienced that my last show. I I was super nervous, super 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 nervous before, like days before. Mm. Day of the show, I was calm. Right up before the show, I was comfortable and nothing, there was no nerves. And usually I get real nervous right before I grab that mic. Um, no. And that did not happen this time around. I was just more so nervous anticipating the day coming up. Mm. But then once that day was there and it was, you know, hours before the show, I just felt myself. I just felt like I got this, like what? Yeah. And then, you know, to perform and to feel really good and to get a great response back after not doing it for a couple of years was just, that verification, like this is you. This is what you do. Why do Why are you get nervous? Like no matter how much time mm-hmm. goes by, like the how most do you reason go can go. Time.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, to do it, and it is. You get to see um, yourself, you know, in comparison to other performers too. And if you're a realist, you'll know and you'll be real with yourself if you know that someone else outperformed you. And yeah. then that's
3: just motivation to go harder next time. Yeah. So yeah. you learn. You learn you see what they
1: did. You see the preparation they put in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's just and it's just more music. You know, it makes you like that's the thing with music. People think like, oh, once you hit a certain point you're good like no you're never supposed to give up like you're never supposed to stop like learn you keep learning music you always until you're done like until you're yeah. you hang it up or you die you have to keep getting better and keep evolving
2: there's no limits so. none.
1: <laughs> none none,
2: none. way too many genres yeah, the concert, many yeah. Genres and
1: all that are limits they're limited you know they're they're gatekeeping they're 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 rules that you don't need and it's like when you realize that doesn't matter people realize oh the artists that i love do whatever the fuck they want (laughs) like
3: they're
1: They're busy
2: i mean i think um i think right now mainstream wise doja cat is a great example of doing what the hell she wants wants. Mm -hmm. because her her music and fans get so irritated that she's in a pop category. She's in a rap category. She's in an R&B category. And it'll be like the same song yeah. in all those different categories.
3: <laughs> the beauty of
1: what she's doing. Because and it
2: is what it is. You can't really confine it. You can't and, put her in a box. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't. you can't. And I think that that's really dope about her. And I think that I can relate in that aspect because although I call myself alternative R&B, Um, it's other it's more than that more than that i don't know exactly what to call it and especially with what i'm doing now musically and what i've done in the past none of it really sounds the same (laughs) Mm -hmm. um in my opinion Uh, but i think that's the beauty in it and i i think that when people try to confine themselves they limit themselves and then they're they're coming out with something that does sound the same over and over again and that gets called out real fast
1: and then and what do they do they blame the listener
2: Mm -hmm. oh Mm -hmm.
1: "Oh, you don't don't like my show you're a hater it's like no bro you just you stuck
2: yeah it's one thing about having your own sound and another thing to just make the same sound over
1: and over. Yeah, yep. yeah, It's a huge two different things. Yeah, completely different things. Yeah, and a lot of artists don't don't get that. But that's the difference between like being an artist to just get paid or to be cool and all that, and being an artist because like music moves you, like music. Yeah, yeah you.
0: and those that determines who lasts long in the game as well. The ones that yeah. are just in for the you know the instant fan, they're gonna be weeded out. The ones that yeah. are in it for the passion, they're gonna stay. Wait it out you
1: know? most of these cats and like let's keep it a buck most of these cats in the music game like coming up and now like new cats they're not great businessmen <laughs> they're not great business you know no, no.
0: So, like, you saying, man, they yeah, still...
3: they're not
1: jay-z of business then you will not stay relevant like you know like
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that as aspect. so you have to be artists you got to work your ass off yeah mm-hmm.
2: and like when it comes to music when people stay the same I just keep going back to the word passion, because if you're not, if you're not in it, then it's not going to be alongside you, your whole life. Like music is a part of me. There's nothing I could do to not like make music. Like there's, there's no bone in my body that is not going to be making music in the future. Like, if that makes sense to you, like I'm always going to be doing this and you know just like like the tide like the tide is going to change you know but it's still it's still the same ocean still still the same water but it's still change it's going to go up and down it's going to be still sometimes and that's kind of how I think an artist should take their artistry and just kind of let it move you and not try to dictate everything because you know it should come from inside and yeah. my, my my first ep the fallback all of that came from inside like I didn't I didn't say, I want to make a moody EP that, you know, resembles fall a little bit. Like it just, it just organically came out. And, you know, it it was about a certain topic, a realm of topics that were similar. And, um, you know, I just had to get it out of me. And a lot of people were telling me like, your stuff's too slow. Like make something more upbeat. I'm just like, that's not the vibe of this EP
3: no this
2: EP is what it is and i really could care less about thing because yeah. it's like it's it's what I'm, i want to do as an artist you, you should listen to people's opinion but with this i just needed to get it out and i'm yeah. just like i hear you i will make some more music just now right now i need yeah. to get this yeah. out and, that, and
1: that's also that's like to bring it up again that's also part of the balance like yeah like People, what people are saying is one thing, and that's cool to take constructive criticism, but like, no one's ever gonna tell you your mood when you made something, Mm -hmm. you you know what I'm saying? Like, no one's ever gonna understand your mood. And it's like, bro, like, my mood made it the way this is, and it's like, this is where I'm at when this happened, and there's nothing I can do about that. You can tell me if you know this needs to be fixed on that, the sound could be on there, but you can't tell me to change my mood, (laughs) you know what I'm saying. But yeah.
0: then, the music becomes forced anyway when you try to force an upbeat fucking song you're not even in that mind state. Yeah. So you know you're gonna disappoint people. So why disappoint? When you know you know you can deliver better shit later you Yeah, because yeah. it? yeah.
1: yeah, it's like I'm not gonna write if I'm not happy. Why the hell would I write happy music? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, how is that going to come across, yeah, you? How is that going to come out? It's like the wedding singer when he was crying and singing. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> like, that. like no, it's never gonna, it's never gonna work out. Like if I'm in a down and out mood, I'm writing music for people who are yeah. with me. So when someone who's down and out hears this, they're like, "Fact, like preach." You know what I Yeah. I'm yeah. Saying?
2: There's people that really rocked with that EP that I put out, and it was for them. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's when I actually first heard you hearing that EP, and I was like, oh, this is fucking solid, you know what I'm saying? I thought I was in that mood to hear that kind of music, so you know what I'm saying? That was right in my head.
2: Right, right. It's not for everyday listening, you know? Yeah, no. And I, I can respect that, and I'm a realist, and I understand that, and I'm not offended by it. <laughs> yeah, of so It is what it is. I get it, but I'm not limited to that, and I know that, and that's why I'm okay with, you know, the, the feedback and stuff. It's like, that's, yeah, totally. I know I could do way more um, than that. So I'm thinking, you. you know, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. I'm just to yeah. show you that I can make more music.
1: So. Exactly. It's infinite. Music is infinite. You could literally make any noise you want. Like, you can do whatever you want. Music is infinite. So, like, it's just how it is. Like, you're going to be mad at somebody. Oh, why are you not eating chicken? Because I'm eating chicken. Like, bro, I don't want no damn chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
2: You'd be surprised how many people be mad at vegetarians and vegans. <laughs>
0: I, I see it all the time. I see the memes and all that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
2: so funny. It's like, who cares? People I mean, I mean,
0: can't mind their business. That's what it is. People can't mind their business. They just, yeah. always- I guess,
2: you can't from- wrap their head around like that type of diet. Yeah. Just like Whatever.
0: It's the worst. Doesn't <laughs> that mean like more meat for me?
1: <laughs> <No>? come <on. laughs> Like, let people live. Like, let people live.
0: Hey,
2: look at the positive, right? Yeah. I'm, right. I'm neither, but I'm just saying. That's I am right. lactose intolerant though, so I can't have a <laughs> Oh
1: man, you can't have ice cream. That's uh, Yo, no. no, she she can have ice cream, sir. <laughs> I make my own vegan ice cream, she can, and it's delicious. Oh, nice. it won't be the oh, same, you, you actually do, yeah. I make so that's the thing. Yeah, he gets I, crazy I, with shit. I call myself a full time vegan, like as in work shift. So I'm a vegan 40 hours a week, and um, I make everything from scratch, like from pasta, noodle, like everything. So, whenever people are like, oh, you can't do that, like, yes, you can. <laughs> like, don't oh, listen. Yeah. He has the witchcraft. He husband, <laughs> and they're
2: great. You know, yeah. you adjust. They're great. They're know. better. They're healthier.
1: I'll put cashew ice cream up against any dairy ice cream. Ooh, even oh, Ben cashew. and Jerry's?
2: Jeez, okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Cashew <laughs> ice cream with all the other, because all Ben and Jerry's is is just fatty milk cow ice cream with all the fun shit, which is just sugar. We got sugar too. Yeah, we could do this other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. True that. Do that, that. We could do cookies, some certain cookies, <laughs> yeah, no. We
2: could do that. Yeah, we could do
1: all of that. We can get even weirder with it, you know. We get, get weirder. Out. I want to try ice cream. I really do. You know, after, the, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you recipes. I got. Oh, you. I was working on a cookbook, and it, I had like a bunch of recipes, and I was like, then I, after once I stacked enough recipes, like I might be a crazy person, so I just stopped. But I still make, I, you know, I cook you know, I cook everything. Me,
0: Thanks the lady.
2: Milkshakes was my favorite pastime, so I mm-hmm. missed them a lot. Oh,
1: so. I got you. <laughs> I got it's you. you. It's coming back for you. <laughs> I got you on a milkshake that won't ruin your night, and you'll get some energy out of it. Like, real Whoa. energy. I got you. Don't worry about it's these.
3: A protein shake? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically a protein <laughs> shake. But it tastes I like with
2: to those, too. Okay. <laughs> well
1: anyway. <laughs> back, back on track but yo Reckless I know you got your list man take, yes, take sir. it over so uh, I interviewed a contestant on this
0: big like Mexican show where they do like singing in Spanish and all that it's called Mucho Talento Mucho Talento and like one thing that one artist that I interviewed said the worst thing that happened was right before he was about to go up he got a nose bloody nose and shit wow. so like wow. has anything crazy ever happened to you or do you know or what would be the worst thing that can happen to a singer when they perform
2: Like, before they go on stage or something?
0: Or during, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's something you can tell me happened to you or or someone else, you know what I'm
2: saying? (sighs) Honestly, nothing crazy has happened to me, um, luckily, as far as prohibiting me to perform or anything or anything before. um, No, like, for me, like, I would just get really nervous and I would just have to, like, empty my bowels, like not my bowels, but like just make sure my stomach is completely empty, whether or not I have to use the bathroom or not. It's like a nervous thing in my stomach. And like that, I will have to do that right before I go on stage. So I'll, I'll be kind of frantic before almost every show. Um, mm. But that's just minor. Um, but for me, I think it's anything with your throat or if a singer is not fully prepared and they have a backing track, and something messes up with the backing track. I, like, this happened to Mariah Carey. And, well, for her issue was well, she couldn't hear herself. Mm-hmm. And um, she was sounding all crazy. That mm-hmm. did happen to me. I opened up for um, Lloyd. You guys remember the RBC? No, yeah. I opened up for him in 2018, and um, this was at Complex in Oakland. And I want to say it was my worst show ever. It was both my biggest show ever and my worst show ever because I mm-hmm. did not perform like I should have, because I could not hear myself. And the the playbacks that I heard, I was off. I was just off when I thought I was off because mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't hear. <laughs> oh, that's, um, and that is, that's the worst. I, and that, that can happen to anybody. I, that yeah. happened to... Um, Normani, a couple years ago, she's big right now. Um, She couldn't hear herself. And she, I mean, she's way more trained, and she was on a girl group before she went solo. So she has way more experience on the mic than I do. So in my opinion, she didn't sound that bad, but she got a lot of bad feedback from that performance because she Mm -hmm. couldn't hear herself. That is, um, I think, every singer's worst fear: If they're not like, for me, I do need some more training. I'm not a professional singer. I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trained. It's just pretty much natural that I've, I've worked on it. I've trained myself by mimicking, but um, you know, I, I should be at a place where if even if I don't hear myself, the muscle memory of my throat is going to sing that song correctly. And I think that, you know, a Beyonce, even if she didn't hear herself, she would hit that perfect, yeah. right? So like, I'm not there yet as a singer, and I know that. Um, so that's that's just for me, and um, I am a smoker.
0: <laughs> like, same, wanna, here, same here. We we
2: here. Stop Take risks. Rihanna <laughs> <laughs> did not want to continue making music because she's like, this weed is too good, and <laughs> I get that. I get that. Um, but I don't, I do not partake before a show. I mm. do not partake before I record because that can mess you up too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely.
2: It's kind of a given. It's kind of like, duh. But
3: <laughs>
2: it is what it is. Um, that's what I got to be mindful of to not mess up with another show. Cause I do not want to have another bad show again. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> They'll haunt you. They'll haunt
1: that the yeah. whole venue for you. <laughs> yeah. I've had some uh, nothing like that crazy, but I've had some like weird experiences with shows. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm like, I could never do that again. Really?
2: Was it like technical? Was it yeah, one was,
1: my most I guess my most popular, my my boy Grant was probably gonna hear this, my engineer, because we were in a band together and he's gonna love this one because this is my band's favorite live performance of mine. We used to be in a band, like a hardcore band, punk band, nice. and I like to smoke because I just get lost in my head. And, you know, (laughs) know, you're at a different town. You're you're playing a show, a nice, you know, decent show. And they're like, yo, let's get, you know, let's get John high. And like so high that I was just afraid. So this is like and mind you, I was in a punk band. So I was always high energy, causing destruction, being a lunatic. I was in the corner of the stage just on the microphone, like just and the crowd was nowhere near me and I did the whole set just like, <laughs> like, like it was ridiculous. And they were they loved it. They were dying. They were like, oh Yeah,
2: I'm sure it was amusing." <laughs> near like, What understand? is this guy gonna turn and
1: face us? Oh my god. They could <laughs> honestly that's the only way they would have if they would have picked me up and just faced me <laughs> forward, I would have just been like
3: this performing the whole time. <laughs> I was terrified. So wait,
2: so wait, weed?
3: Yes. Mary I'm
2: not, You don't
1: do
3: that often, or you know, okay. and, of
1: and it they they tried to kill me. That's how I put it. <laughs> they tried to kill, me. and I, it might created a funny
3: story to bring. tell. Oh, it's
1: terrible. It's terrible. I'm I'm extremely light skinned, I don't know if I said this already, but I'm yeah, not really. I'm about as light skinned as it comes. Like
2: it's, show me your face, then show me your light skinned face. If you're light skinned, then you have. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. Yeah. You <laughs> like, like when
1: the sun is out at a certain angle i can tell you exactly when's the best time to take a selfie like it's bad sometimes <laughs> you know, but i gotta hide it i gotta look tough that's why i got tattoos to look tough
2: you <laughs> went to that face like really fast that's how i know <laughs> you won't feel like that so
3: that's funny <laughs> yeah, it hurts
1: it hurts sometimes Oh, yeah. <laughs> but reckless you could go ahead <laughs> uh,
0: so tell me your influences coming up in the music mm.
2: oh yeah so um, really at a young age my both my parents they both adored music they both listened to music all the time my mother in particular would play it really loud while y'all clean the house and stuff like clean your room play a bunch of music and what she would play was typically rock. It was typically Metallica or Guns N' Roses or Tom Petty or Aerosmith. Um, like she would, she was really into rock. And um, but she also really loved, you know, what was what was popping at the time. Like she really liked Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. Like she, she really was having a good time.
1: Yeah, control. What was that? You was having a good time, man. Music. Oh,
2: I was. I grew up on some great music. I was born in ninety one. The nineties, right. just, just getting the, you know, coming out of the eighties and getting all of that music, and then getting all the nineties music. Oh man, I I love eighties music. That's probably mm-hmm. my favorite era. But um, yeah. So Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey. She she would play some Mariah Carey songs, and then. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. And that's kind of when I just started mimicking, um, I would mimic the rock songs too, don't get me wrong. But, uh, as far as like singing and just hearing something really beautiful, like what, and then trying it out and discovering that I could sing along, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then developing that voice. That's kind of how I just started singing just by listening and really liking what I heard. So Um, when I was able to, you know, discover music of my own and and develop my own interests, um, really, really young, my the first album I bought was Aaliyah's One in a Million. Mm, I also bought a Tunia album, I also bought a Shakira album. I really like Shakira too. Um, yeah, but if really Aaliyah, I just I just identified with her Mm -hmm. and I just I, I just loved everything she did, every single thing she did. It was just perfect to me.
3: Yeah.
2: And, um, you know, when she had passed, I I was musically lost. And that's how I can remember it. Um, just kind of being like, what the hell do I listen to now? And, and then because I was like really into R&B, like on my own um coming out of the music that i got from my parents oh and my dad he was in the oldies so i got like earth wind and fire and stevie wonder mm-hmm. like all the good stuff from my Yo, dad
3: good stuff. as yes. well
2: so sure. it was just kind of like here and there so my dad's african-american my dad my mother is mexican so i'm mexican black. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so really when i was able to listen to my own music um i just really loved the r&b genre R&B was popping in the '90s. It was everything in the '90s, so I had so much good stuff from the male artists to the female artists alike. I was singing it all, mimicking it all, um, going deep—Tony Braxton deep—and then just like even like the baritones and um, freaking boys to men. Like I was trying it all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. And then I'm doing the highs too because I'm a female, but like i was trying yeah. the lows. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I have a good, I have a good low register that um, I want to play with more as a singer. But mm-hmm. um, when Aaliyah passed, and you know we're in the 2000s now, R&B is still a thing, but we're going more into pop music. Yeah. Um, it was nice, and Ashanti was cool, and Sierra was cool. Um, but I, I kind of went back into my rock. And this was for me middle school era. And for people my age, we know that that was our emo phase.
3: So, <laughs>
2: so I was listening to all the bands at the time. Um, just a few, uh, like Lincoln Park was a big one for me actually. Right. My whole family, well not my dad, but my whole family, <laughs> I have two brothers. Uh, we we love Lincoln park. And then I also like you know my um, my chemical romance was big for me, uh, Yellow card I met them live. So um, and then all kinds of other bands. and then I started getting into um, independent bands, not mainstream. and that's been my cup of tea ever since. i I have not left the indie rock. Mm-hmm. never left it. To this day, that's basically what I listen to. Because R&B didn't really revive that much, and um, no, really. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it, it, there's still good music, there's still good artists, but as a mainstream thing, yeah. yeah. where are we at mainstream? It's just mm-hmm. hip hop and pop. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. r and R&B, I don't know what it was. I feel like R&B was was too powerful, and, <laughs> yeah. and the music industry had to nerf it. They were like, we need something way easier. Because like, if you think about all the the like people that ran R&B, they were massive talents.
3: Huge. Yeah.
1: To be oh, to this, to be boys to Men, you know, Jagged Edge, all those, they were all ma- like massive talent, like even Drew Hill, like everyone loves Cisco, but like all of Drew Hill, they uh, were. Uh, Drew, oh,
2: Drew Hill, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Drew Hill. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> the, the talent was so real and it's like, we can't mass produce this. No. Yeah. <laughs> <hard> about it. <laughs>
0: so
2: that that and the message. They didn't want to push the lovey dovey message anymore. They wanted to push the I'm gonna cheat on you and yeah. you're gonna cheat on me and uh a few B word and yeah. you know
1: Yeah, they wanted to push the drama. What's crazy is like uh-huh. Even, you know, it, even as unforgiving, as unforbidden as it is to mention him, like, R. Kelly had some of the greatest love song, like, love songs of all the, the time. Ballads and shit. Yeah, like, songs that, like, would just warm you up, like, oh, my God, like, this song, you know. And then, you, you know, even when he started to realize times were changing, then he turned into ratchet ass. You know, then it started getting... A flirt. Collaborations.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they definitely. I feel yeah, yeah. The, the industry had to nerf RB, and it sucks because you don't get that type of feeling now. And it, those dudes are still out here killing it. Like, I saw Boys to Men right before the pandemic, and mm-hmm. they did a full, like, it was like an hour and something set, but they did like a whole barbershop quartet section of it. They did a whole like throwback set, but it was like the talent. It was unbelievable. it was like unbelievable, bro. And it's like these old dudes are up here going crazy. And it's like they are doing all this and like n- how are they still not, you know what I'm saying? They never left. But like they're yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we still I can't think of a funeral in real life or in the movies where I don't hear them singing. And the <laughs> like I hear it when I see funerals. I'm like, Yeah, what yeah. happened? How the industry just forget about them. It's crazy, yeah. or KC and JoJo, like any, like it's crazy to me. Yeah, that's
0: actually, one of my questions.
2: now—it's like our new oldies, like the oldies mm. of our time—is what the sixties and seventies, you know. Um, and now, it's becoming the oldies, which oh, is
1: R and B is the new
0: jazz. That's yeah, what it is, you know. R and B is new jazz. <laughs> you think it can make a resurgence, a comeback, or and how would you think it would go? People go about it. How, how yeah. should
2: I think that, I think where we're going, we will continue to go. I don't think we'll ever turn back around, Yeah. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's not up to us. Like it's up to the the radio. I mean, the, the record labels It's really up to them and and who they push and, and and how they push them and what they're doing is what they want to do with music. They want all the artists to look and sound the same for some reason, when in the past, all artists was different. You got you get something from this artist and you get something different from this artist and you have a playlist of music that's a compilation of all good things. But nowadays it's just kind of like you have a group of music that all sounds the same. They just all have different voices. You know, they're all talking about the same thing. Their beats sound the same. But yep. they just have their own
1: flair or something that's one thing that separates them from everyone else. They, they, they found it. a way to mass pro- they, I mean they found a way to mass produce it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that's gonna touch to each one just to make yeah, it a little bit it Instruments anymore. And then yeah. it's like when you do have something like that, then it's a gimmick. So it's like, oh, this yeah. with a live band, we could sell this for more, or like look at Leon Bridges. He built his career around sounding like the oldies, and now he's a pop star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we use that as a gimmick just to make sure people know we still know it. But yeah. we're gonna easy stuff because there's no need for live instruments. There's no need for they can do a backing track on a full million dollar live tour the whole time. Doesn't matter. Keep it going. Keep pushing it. We're making money. You know.
2: What do you guys think about Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, and Anderson?
3: Love it. Yeah, there's are Do
2: <laughs> you think <laughs> that they will? Um, switch up? Or you think they're going to stick
0: with that? They, they could, but they probably won't. They'll have a couple of tracks here and there that'll have that feel that you like, just to give you that sample taste, but they'll just go back to
1: I don't think they're going to do more.
2: Okay. Or
1: anytime soon. I don't think they're yeah. going to put any more Silk Sonic anytime soon. Oh, oh that's, that's kind of like, like, here's yeah. the
2: album.
1: Yeah, I think that was kind of like a resurgence. That was kind of to... That was p- placing Pack in the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think that's gonna happen again because if you look at like even Bruno Mars's track record, he doesn't release that much. He is a mega star. so he does he could release something every three years and he's good. Mm-hmm. You know? so to have him release a collaboration project, that was like a huge move and it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. but we're gonna hear still Silk Sonic and like you know on commercials and movies in the future, like that money's gonna come back in its own way, but they're never gonna yeah, they're
2: gonna go back to
1: just for they're
0: all music yeah. unless Anderson pushes for another one if he had a really good time making it or if the other one had a good time making it you never know but i don't see it happening yeah i don't see it yeah,
2: that makes sense i mean i mean what would they do really Yeah, one yeah. done project yeah
0: one done so like i
1: guess yeah, it's like what what could they do
2: like
1: what do could they, they do? yeah they're going to take it on again why would they box themselves in in like a gimmick essentially cuz they it's right. an oldie project with a new age twist, but they're both mm-hmm. phenomenal. Ta- like Pack is a and they nailed it. Machine they nailed
2: it. What they were trying to do, I think. Um, yeah. I think they did it well.
1: Oh
0: yeah. If I they mean, had more people, people inspired to make that sound, they would have gone on more. They I would have made them do more. But yeah, no really picked up on it.
2: What is his name? I think Thundercats. Not
0: yeah, Thundercats. Th- yeah. Thundercats. Thundercats.
2: Is that what his name is right. Thundercats. Right?
0: That weird dude, right? Yeah.
2: That's
0: the name of the show, but is that? They- <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the guy, too. Yeah. Okay,
2: cool. Um, he was doing something similar, or he is doing something similar.
1: Yeah. He's
0: the like, bassist. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But even him, he's kind of like, he's in the main light because of like TikTok and stuff. And then it's like, but to keep him there is very tough because, like, you know, he's we. a bear- I think
3: that's why people. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> yeah, a I mean, That's the name itself,
0: game. you know. <laughs> Than
3: yeah. oh oh the cat. I
1: like it. its going to be his downfall when they realize he's too weird, where they can't control him. He's gonna
3: come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <How laughs> really West. Yeah. Like, oh my god,
1: um,
3: god
0: Yeah. Um. Tell me your top five favorite artists of all time. Ooh.
2: All time. Oh. Yeah.
0: Or we can also do R as well. <sighs> do you <see> two list? <laughs> like, list you want to start with?
2: Well, I can easily say, I can easily say for me, Aaliyah, Sade, Michael Jackson. I love him so Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I I hate how they try to tarnish his name.
3: No, I hate Um, that shit too. Yeah.
2: But anyway, that's quick and easy for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an underground singer. Her name is Estero she's unmatched she doesn't have she never had to be mainstream for me to think that she's up there with these people mm. um
0: the last one's always the hardest yeah it's like who
1: can box with these gods
2: that yeah. I- <laughs> man i'm trying to like just i think i'm thinking say
3: right, to- are kelly <laughs> scared, beautiful music bro it's it's tough bro
2: I, I mean you can't deny him me personally he did not connect with me mm. um I, I don't have i can't like he's not in i have this extensive r&b playlist and i don't think i have any R&B songs in it oh wow cool. i'm sorry um uh,
1: <laughs> no you're not to be sorry no more you dodged that wave man he does yeah. For me, like,
2: oh, I like him. I, mean, I like, I like. Uh, he has such a great voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's beautiful. But he's he a great, great voice. Songwriter.
1: I mean, he he realistically. I mean, not to you know, just to spit my music facts. <laughs> he wrote those Ali albums. Oh, <laughs> so, I
2: know. I mean, I know. You can't deny. It. You yeah, can't deny. It. And you know. even like artists like Avant, you can hear them trying to sound like it. Like like you hear artists of today mm-hmm. trying to sound like he's brown. You can hear yep. some of the R&B guys trying to mimic R. Kelly, and I get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say my favorite rapper, which is Nas.
3: Yeah. Nice. I'm going to just, gotcha. I got a, I got an
2: underground artist, I got a rapper, and then I got just my three that will always be in the list no matter what. It's I've pretty been random.
1: Lucky enough to see see Shadé multiple times live, and I will hold. <laughs> oh
0: no, <happens>. lucky man.
1: <laughs> experience wasn't the best, but it wasn't because of her. It was because John Legend opened for her, and I was oh, gross. and I was a twenty year old at a show with a bunch of like very hungry older women, and it was a, a nightmare. <laughs> I, I like you, the only way I can put it is like you know the fear when like the news shows like the West Indian day parades and all that stuff and how dudes get a little rowdy when they get that rum punch in them. And it's like, bro, leave the ladies alone. <laughs> I was like that. Like yeah. I was getting harassed.
2: Oh, you it say was, hungry, but you meant thirsty.
1: Yeah. See <laughs> for them. They're hungry. They, it, cause it thirsty is like, Oh, you know, you're cute. They were like,
3: they're oh
1: John legend, like hit a <laughs> note and I had to hide. Like I was like, I got to get out of
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. <laughs>
2: it was, it was, it was I don't scary. even care if this research If I ever was to get famous, this this resurfaces. John Legend is just a grown baby, a <laughs> baby that was somehow like aged, <laughs> but he's a baby, and um, <laughs> uh, his voice, his voice is good. Sometimes he's he's good. And, and I know people give
1: you people John Legend has to be for me he is a master when it comes to recre- recreating like when it comes to stuff that reminds me of like the black exploitation era then he's a master but mm-hmm. I can't give him everything you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I'm not going to be like oh he's my number one choice the greatest singer no but when he does shit with like Kanye or when he works with like roots oh, yeah, especially with Kanye yeah. he works with like you know those sounds
2: You're that are- some
3: you- <laughs>
1: Some things just don't fit him, and it's and I get that. Like him doing a lot of the mainstream stuff he does just doesn't always work. But when he does like the old, like very grounded, but like black stuff, is fire.
2: Okay, that's like I'll his. That. He's yeah. a great pianist. He's very, you know,
1: yeah. he's talented. I mean, he's talented, but.
2: He's definitely
3: talented. I'm not that yeah, overhyped. I get it. I get where you're, yeah. right? you're yeah, at. Him
2: man is his wife.
3: Mm-hmm. She <laughs> used to just,
1: I hate that she's been like nerfed online. She used to just bully him publicly, and I thought it was fantastic. Like on Twitter, it used to be great. <laughs> that like, girl. They shut it down, and it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. But- <laughs>
0: We yeah, that yeah, will save no, <laughs> well, the yeah. will, you know, yeah. Sure. Yeah, They were the ones.
1: <laughs> so I got a question. We're speaking of top fives and stuff like that. So because I am, I'm a fan of your music, the stuff that I've heard, and I'm like, I do like your sound, and I think your vibe is dope. What are five albums that you like that shaped you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Those albums that like changed your life. Like five albums that if you put them on now, you're in a time machine. Go, go,
3: mm. ooh.
1: Albums. Like these are like ones where you're like, I don't know what to listen to. I guess I might as well put one of these on. You know, or oh, reliables.
2: Well, yeah. I I actually wasn't much of an album collector.
3: Ooh, um, I'm
2: sorry. Uh, don't mind him. I was in the past, but then when you know, once LiveWire, Kaza, all of that, yeah,
3: out, that's what I was like, on. I was
2: a MP3er. And then oh. you know, make my own playlist, right?
3: iPod um, shuffler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. Use
3: the button for um, shade. <laughs>
2: but honestly, like my favorite album, what one that shaped me, and I'm just—I mm-hmm. mean, this is easy. I'll take one.
1: I'll huh? take one. I said, I'll take, one. I'll, if you take give one. Me one. I'll take one. Well, this
2: one really shaped me because I was still really young. Um, this was Aaliyah's last album, her Red
3: album. Uh,
2: Every song on that album, to me, is timeless in such a way that it was before yeah. its time and it's still before its time I, today.
1: I would say, yeah. like, when they recently like just got it on all streaming... I loved it for like a week straight. I'm like, it's still, because I was a big fan of that. It still, yeah. hits. still. Yeah, hits. when I hear those songs, I get
2: so, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to, I want to do her some justice and just like do a, a set and perform her album because she didn't really get to do that.
0: No, no, no. She was too, too, uh, like, to, she didn't
2: perform her album and it's just like, uh, I'm just kind of like that's kind of like a little dream of mine to do. And this, I'm talking first song to last song. It really touched me that album. Um, I'm trying to think of other albums beginning to end, um, like literally that album. But I really I can't. I was always bad with album names. Like I'll I would I would always pick my songs out the album and then be done with the Okay,
1: that's fair. It. That's fair. Yeah. I was a CD collector. I mean, I was from the CD, the Walkman era. Spot. I'm
2: sure. I'm sure. I, I had just came out of that because I yeah. like I had I bought my first Walkman with the headphones, and that's yeah. when I got my CD <laughs> disc, and I felt so legit. But um, <laughs> it was it was not too far after that that the internet just came and
3: yeah
1: yeah
2: made us MP3s
1: so. Okay, that's fair. I'll I'll let that slide. I'll let, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <you> <laughs> I'm um, hurt, but I'll let it slide.
2: I need to work on that. I need to do some some inner reflection and really figure out what albums really mean something to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's not too late to go back and just look up albums now. You know, just yeah. hear them and see what you like. What feels good to you? You know,
3: because sometimes, because like that's the
1: thing. Like back in the day, like I remember one R and B album that one of my favorite R and B albums of all time. Even till this day was um emotional by carl thomas and i remember um when the single i wish came out i was like this is a bop and i'm like this song's good everybody's singing it i'm singing it you know memorizing it you know trying my best to memorize it off the radio but when i got old enough to like buy an album and i bought that album and i got the full story i was like this is a masterpiece i like love that album you know what i'm saying (laughs) And it's shit. Like they put, that I've always yeah, loved
2: they put their time In the albums back then because it did tell a story. It did give you a feeling that made sense. Like the whole album, it just like it was a vibe in itself, and it was very consistent. That that's not the case anymore. I don't feel
0: uh,
3: like it's a shame.
2: The interludes, you know, yeah, those it. little skits and stuff that really connected songs together. All that mm-hmm. stuff I missed yeah. even just the long outros like yeah in, like, five minutes and you wouldn't oh. even realize it like
1: even like the bonus tracks that would be on a song you have to wait for hidden time. bonus tracks yeah oh there's an extra song oh, silence hey. like, that
3: was a treat. all of that
1: yeah she's like that was a treat that's why I, ha- I i hold on to like a few albums that i'm like yo these are still it oh i got stacks of albums of everything I have dude
0: even down to like the obscure, like Lumi D albums, I'll have. Yeah.
3: Lumi. yeah. <laughs> I have
1: actually, uh, she brought it up. You mentioned Tamia, and I, her, her first like wave of releases, I was upset. One, I was in love with her. You know, she's a great I singer. Know. She's so pretty. Oh, yeah. And I was her and uh, Maya. Ooh. Maya, Ooh. man. I'm a fan. Honestly.
3: Tami yeah, Tami.
2: Maya.
1: So, <laughs> to this you know, Maya, on her vegan, she looks younger than she did when she came out.
2: Maya was, I think, on, um, like, uh, uh, she didn't get the credit she deserved,
1: none, no. super underrated uh, because she was, yeah. you know, what so, it is, and I, I'll keep it, it's because she was, it's because she was skinny back in the day,
2: that she was, always yeah. had a little shape mm-hmm. but, yes, um, but she was skinny
1: compared to like. Like Ashanti was, you know, was out here thick as hell. Like and like, then you had when they were making J-Lo thick, everybody had something when they were showing. She was just like the skinny. She looked, she to me, uh, she was goddess. Like I'm like, yes.
2: My love was like, whoa, video. Yeah,
1: (laughs) she tried to look that part. You're the best thing about Moulin Rouge. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but like, look on who she was with on Moulin Rouge. All of them were thick monsters, man. And she stood out to me out of all those two. she was the baddest, but like that's yeah. not what the market was, you know. Then you they had they
2: were all killing it in their own rights during that time,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and Maya was, you know, yeah. dwindling. Um, but I, whew, I think Maya was a force. I think she still is. I think
3: yes. Yes. she
2: came out with recent, not not super recent. Um pre-COVID, she came out with some music videos, and I was like, this is dope. Why is it this getting pushed? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like,
1: dude, super dope. Yeah, she, she's she been doing a She's been working. She's been, she's, she's always
2: dancing. She was always great at dancing. Yeah. She tap dance. Like, yeah. I just, you know, I just feel like it just sucks how the labels choose who's on yeah. top and who's not. And, like, they could care less about really, like, the, de- the demand. If the demand isn't paying for it, they can give a fuck about what that says. They just want who's paying for it.
1: Like, That's all they care about. It's just where
2: you're yeah.
3: coming
1: from. You know. Yeah.
0: But my last question I got for you. So it's been three years since you dropped the fallback. So what's next for you? What's oh, yeah. the next
3: project?
2: Sorry. My next project, um, right now I don't have an album um, in the works. I have a bunch of singles. Um, I just dropped my latest single, Hopeless Romantic. You guys played it on your platform. That was so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. Um, I dropped that and I did the music video for it. That is kind of like a a different sound I'm going for. It's more, it's more, what word can I say? Urban. It has more attitude. Um, and it's more, more hip hop in a way, um, with my beat choices. Um, I definitely want to incorporate choreography because I am a hip hop dancer. So I want to showcase that more. Um, I briefly dabbled in the video. I didn't have full choreography in the video, but, um, I definitely want to just expand on that. Um, I'm going to drop my second single it's going to be called So What. So this is an explosive. The okay. song is called So What, and I'm going to be dropping that soon. Um, I'm just kind of feeling it, feeling when's the right time. Um, it's spring, but it doesn't really feel like it all that much. It's still kind of, it's, right now, it's gloomy outside. <laughs> but um, I'm, New I'm just the right York. time to drop that one, um, thinking about a visual to put with it. But I, I definitely wanted "Hopeless Romantic" to breathe a little bit more, and uh, for people to hear that, and um, because I, I I felt really strongly about that one. To me, it was a lot different from my other songs, uh, just my delivery and how I kick, how I just wrote the song. Um, but yeah, uh, the next song, "So What," should be coming out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say right at the beginning of summer, right at the beginning of summer time. All right. um, All right. And I've seen a pattern with myself. I typically release stuff in December, beginning of fall. Mm -hmm. I've seen a trend, not on purpose, but I'm not trying to stick with that trend. I want to release stuff more often. Um, So definitely once I release this song, I'm going to be thinking about when that next album is going to come out. Um, But I, I just want to release singles. I just want people to listen and I just want some feedback right now. Um, you know, dropping a whole album—it's—it's it's overwhelming mm-hmm. for people. They don't want to listen to every song, so yeah. I'm just going to give people yeah, taste here and there yeah. before I do the next album or slash EP, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely just want to take this time to perform. I just want to perform hopeless romantic as much as possible. Um, and I, the last show I did, I did perform so what. That was an exclusive for them. To hear that um, when I write new music, I tend to if I have a show coming up and have a new song, I tend to perform it because I just want to feel it live. Like it's kind of like a little practice for me, like, a
3: yeah,
2: it's for me, really. When I want to perform a new song that's unreleased, um, it's just it's just ver- verification for me whether I need to move forward with the song or not um and that one i'm definitely moving forward with it it got great responses so i can't wait to share that with you guys and we'll play it again um when i drop it
1: so yeah. yeah well definitely oh super super yeah we're definitely down definitely down yo again we don't want to keep you forever you know we like to keep these about an hour but yo this was super dope and we're ready for whatever you're gonna drop. Let us know. Keep in touch. Yes. Let us know when the new stuff's coming out. You right. know, we like to get our share on. Hopefully, when we get the page back, because I'm putting yeah. it out in the universe to Instagram. We share
3: on there.
2: I <laughs> tagged. So I I thought I found your page, but no. then it didn't pop up as quickly as it should have. It was probably it like
1: a fake
0: page.
2: You
3: know,
1: a fake yes, I'm gonna try to take the name. Okay. <laughs> you can get. Um, it has
3: your logo though.
1: I know. Apparently, you can get so we had the fake page and we had people reporting them and apparently that can get your account disabled as well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i think that's one of the yeah apparently it's a thing i've been you know the two weeks of just trying to figure out how to get our page back and someone was like "Yo, this happens and i'm like well that's terrible to hear
2: so someone created a page with your name or you got hacked
1: they created a page with our name, it's just got like an extra Z or two Z's in it. And they like yeah. copied a couple of our posts, took our logo and like our links.
2: Super lame, yeah. Very
1: lame. I mean, that's what happens, it happens
2: in this, in this, yeah.
1: But either way, we truly appreciate you chopping it up with us. We'll let you know when we get this, you know, out and about. When we uh, chop the video, make it nice and pretty, let everyone hear it. But yo, this was super dope, man. Definitely keep in touch. I'm gonna hit you up from my artist page, that's where I tagged you from. You know, keep in touch, man. I'd love to see just the the path you're on, man. I like to see where you're, see you working. I like to see music. I'm a big fan of music, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, same here, y'all. It's been telling your career for a good minute now, so I'm happy to see what you got coming out next, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yes, Reckless. And you are just dope at just supporting people. That, support, <laughs> that word right there. That's all we ask for as artists. Just a little. <laughs> That's literally all we ask ask for. It makes our day. It makes our year. It makes our life.
3: Yeah. To
2: just that response, that feedback, that just just knowing that we are supported, that goes forever long. So I just I appreciate you a lot, reckless.
0: You know, I mean, take that to heart when to supporting artists. I love to do that, so it's no problem at all. <laughs> Thank
2: you to the commenter
1: yes yeah. okay. thank you <laughs> right. but yeah before we sign off let everybody know where to follow you
2: yes 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 www.januarytheartist.com i got my own website i'm on all social medias as january the artist except twitter on twitter it's just janu the artist i could not fit the airy because <laughs> it was too long but um, everywhere else, it's January the Artist. My Snapchat is neither. You gotta ask me for it. I don't share. <laughs> no, <laughs> um,
3: they don't need
2: that. Yeah. So Instagram, YouTube, find me there. Subscribe, follow all the above. I'm, I'm I stay busy. I'm going to be posting stuff all right. the time. Follow the journey because it, it's not gonna end. It's not gonna end. It's only gonna get yeah. better. Yeah.
1: It's got a rebirth. It's got a fresh new restart with the world opening up. So
2: it sure does. And uh, I'm definitely going to get into my acting more. I did a movie slash um, it was a docu film, short docu film that I did uh, prior to COVID. I did the sequel to it last year. That should be out this year. Um, but I am going to take my acting more seriously. I think that um, I can do that too as an artist. Hey, I do it yep. all. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not
0: limited. Not limited at
2: all. I can read a script, so um, (laughs) yes, follow, follow, follow.
1: All right, no doubt, man. Yeah, let me know. Let us know when that drops too. But again, we truly appreciate you. This was super, super dope. And for everybody who tuned in, we appreciate y'all. We are actually going to go live right after this because we have to do our week recap of all the shit that we reviewed last week. So stay for that. Hey, Killabilla said, "Love her." There you go. (laughs)
3: Villa, Villa. <laughs> what's up girl
1: <laughs> but again we are signing off people we are ending this live man we hope
3: y'all have a good one appreciate y'all Peace. Peace. <laughs>